are some people that make their work just another thing they have to do. And there are those that make their work something that they want to do. Welcome to Working on Purpose with your host, Elise Cortez. In our program, we provide guidance and inspiration from those people who have found deeper meaning and personal connection to their work life. It's beyond 9 to 5. It's Working on Purpose. Now, here is your host, Elise Cortez. Welcome back to the Working on Purpose show. Thanks for tuning in again this week. I'm your host, Elise Cortez, joining you from Dallas, Texas, which is home base for me. This program is all about helping people more meaningfully and productively connect with their work and equipping organizations to do the same for their employees. And it was originally inspired by the meaning and work research I've been doing over the last 15 years and now complements the work that I do at Insignium, a global management consulting firm. I'll get to the program in just a moment, but first, a big shout-out and thank you to my media partner and sponsor, Jobbing.com. They are the leading locally-focused job board in the nation, and they are dedicated to helping employers find quality talent in their own backyard and giving job seekers control over their search so they can find work close to home. Thanks, Jobbing.com. Last week, we were on the air with Kevin Wheeler, who is a well-known futurist, speaker, author, teacher, and consultant in talent acquisition and development. He is the founder and chairman of the Future of Talent Institute, among many other ventures, and we talked about his perspective on the future of the workforce in 2025, the gig economy, and how the younger workforce is helping to shape and drive it. It was really a fun conversation. For this week's conversation, believe it or not, with me is Santa Rani, who is represented by B3 Talent Productions, which is a full-service Dallas-based entertainment agency providing entertainment for all of Texas and beyond. One of the things that tugged at my heart about Santa Rani is that he spends much of the Christmas season visiting disadvantaged and sick children of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. He's here with me in my office studio right next to me, and we're also doing this show via Facebook Live, so you can join us there as well. Santa, it is so great to have you with me. Welcome to the show. What a privilege it is to be here. And uh, what I don't believe in accidents, so uh, <laughs> to be on an encouraging program like this is... Uh, <laughs> just meant to be, I believe, don't you? (laughs) I think so, too. And and I I have to tell the listeners that I found you because you were you were at a an on becoming Santa Claus opera performance, and that's where I encountered you. Of course, love at first sight. What's mm. not to love about Santa Claus? <laughs> and when I learned about how you spent the season, I thought this is the kind of thing that I like to have on my program at exactly this time of the year to be able to spread a little bit of holiday cheer. So thank you for agreeing to be here with us and sharing your magic. Oh no, not a problem. I I just love to uh, share. You know, I always say that you can't. Keep what you have unless you give it away. And whenever we do that, then uh, it's that, you know, I love adages that kind of one-liners. They I think they stand the test of time because they have truths in them, you know. And you know how those kids, sometimes they'll say that, I'm rubbing your glue, what I say. <laughs> I like it. Well, that goes for good things, too, right? I like it. So, you know, if we just uh, encourage one another and build one another up, then we both get that. And that's kind of a win-win thing. So, I, I, like I said, you're no accidents for Santa. So, I just believe that being encouraging and empowering and what you teach. I, I just believe that I was supposed to be here for this time of the year. So exciting. <laughs> I right? think it's wonderful. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. Well, share a little something with us, with if you will, about the holiday season. I see, first, let me acknowledge um, our a listener who's just joined us here on Facebook Live, Kimberly Davis. Hi, Kimberly. Thanks Hi, for Kimberly. joining us. How are you today? Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. So like, get us into the spirit, Santa. Tell us a little bit about some of the ways that you spread holiday cheer and give the Christmas magic. 
Well, I, you know, I just, um, I've been doing this for a long time now. And um, I do, I like to do the uh, underprivileged uh, schools and um, the cancer centers and um, things like that. I just, um, you know, uh, the Christmas season for me is just about hope. And um, when you look into a kid's eyes that has no hope, and you get to change that look with just a few words, then, uh, man, there's just nothing more powerful than to do that for children and maybe change the course of their life. If we can just change it a, a degree right then at that point in time, I think it'll change where they're going, you know, change their future. So what an incredible power that we yield with our mouths. And, um, you know, the world's discouraging enough, right? So, you know, we don't have to add to that. We need to be encouragers and uh, build people up and spur people on. And, you know, to do those things, we both benefit from that. And um, it it just helps. It's good for our bones. It's good for our heart. You know, I mean, it's like medicine. Yeah, you call it heart medicine, right? Heart medicine. Absolutely. It's... uh, It's, you know, even Santa's known this for a long time, okay? (laughs) That's why I'm so old, (laughs) right? And uh, because, you know, all the ho-ho-hos and the the children and the love that that I give out that comes back greater than what I put out every time. It doesn't matter if it's children or if it's adults. It doesn't matter, you know, if we uh, connect with people on that level. We all have the same desires is that's just have to have hope for a better future for if if it's us or our children or our family you know or maybe even our co-workers right Mm -hmm. so um i I just think when we do that it just it 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 adds years to your life (laughs) who wouldn't want to do that i I don't i don't know it sounds good it just baffles it it just baffles me why people wouldn't want to go around doing that all the time Mm -hmm. i like to do that i like to spread a little bit of cheer every day it's just it's the spring in my step it's a little thing like last night going to the grocery store and seeing someone looking for a a place to put their cart back yeah and i'm like just give it to me i'm going in i'll take it from you happy holidays it's so easy it is so easy and it's free What? It's free. <laughs> you know, and Santa believes, you know, and, and man, this year, I, I know that it's been a little rough for a lot of people this year, okay? So, but I also believe that, you know, there's extremes to everything. I believe that most of the people in this country and around the world have the same hearts, have the same desires in their heart, and they just want what's good for them, what's good for their family. And I think we can have, uh, we have common ground there when we love on one another instead of pick on our differences. That doesn't do anything but divide us, does it? I agree. And separate us. And we don't, (laughs) we've got enough of that, you know, and uh, Santa just wants everybody to have love in their heart that just spills out to joy, you know, joy to the world. We sing the songs every year, don't we? Mm Mm-hmm. Whether we, can, whether we should be singing or not, we sing them. We yes. can't give them lip service, you know, because, uh, and those words do have power. That's why some of them affect us so dramatically whenever we sing them and we're in the right environment. We're open to, you know, to receive those words and to listen to them and, and ask how we feel about that. You know, it's, it's usually about ourselves, you know, they're, we're the ones that we can change. That's right. 
and we can change how we approach the day. That's I right. love telling the kids it's like a, it's like putting on a T-shirt, you know, joy and love is. It's like you got to put it on. It's only lasts for one day. You don't want to wear a dirty T-shirt out tomorrow, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, can you tell us some stories, like some some encounters you've had with children that were specifically uh, mag- specifically magical yes, for you? Um, I, I just first I want to start with the schools that I do. Okay, let's okay. do it. Schools. So uh, the last two weeks I've done. Um, there were sixteen hundred kids in the two schools that I saw. And um, I think I only saw one set of blue eyes other than mine. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, uh, oh, I love them. I've, I've been going there for a while, and they know me, and they've kind of grown up. And whenever I, and I always look them in the eyes. And so, and, you know, they can sit in my lap, but when they look in my eyes, I just see their eyes light up. And, and they're, they're like, oh, I remember you. I know you. Mm-hmm. When we look at a person, yeah. we kept looking really sincerely in the eyes, and we really care about them. Then uh, we, it, it's the pathway to the heart, the eyes. We just, you know, and that's, I don't like emails and texting. And because I think the more connected we get, the more disconnected we are. If we sit down and communicate, remember that perpetual tall pole, mm-hmm. communicating. Mm-hmm. We're just not really good at it. And you ever leave a conversation thinking, you know, oh, I wish I'd have said this or that. And I leave every conversation thinking that. <laughs> Yeah, I do. So, uh, you know, we're just incomplete, and uh, our words aren't very good, and so we have to be purposeful about what we say, and and, uh, I like saying it's like having a check valve, you know, on our mouth, (laughs) because if we don't, then, uh, man, we could do so much damage. I I saw, you know, parents that uh, use Santa Claus, okay? to take the life out of their children. Mm, what do you mean by that? What do you I, mean? I mean, uh, you know, using the naughty list and not balancing it with the nice list, okay? <laughs> what? You know, okay. Let, hey, let's clear this up right now, okay? okay. The naughty list and okay. the nice list, yeah, okay. okay? Okay, you know how I feel about this. I don't want any parents to use that against their children, Okay. We need to equally balance things with our children in in love, okay? We have to show them the way to go, obviously, and no's are great, but so are yes's, okay? (laughs) And so are championing your successes like, you know, anything that a child does, he just wants a a little applause and a big smile and a big hug, and man, it'll just spur him on to do better. And or we could just you know keep saying no until they're stuffed into the box we want them in. But I think that's what takes the joy and the life out of them sometimes, don't you? Mm-hmm, I do. So you know, there's some freedom, okay. And and uh, nobody's perfect. That's why there's a bad list. Nobody, okay. <laughs> Even me, okay. I was on there one time. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was. And uh, but you know I chose the nice list because I found that it's a lot more fun <laughs> to be on the nice list, and it does add years to your lives. I believe that. I feel it. Not I, I feel it in my bones. Mm-hmm. I feel it in the people that I encounter now, uh, the children that I see, and what really breaks my heart for um, the kids in these schools that I see are uh, how hard they get so young mm. and I think about what where is that coming from mm-hmm. 
That's uh, it, it starts in the home, people. Okay, it starts at home. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And some of the things that they asked me for. Okay, well, Santa Claus, I, I've learned how to loosen up some of the hard ones. I do, I do this uh, dance move. I think it's called the dab. Okay. <laughs> okay. And anyway, those hard ones, they loosen up. They come talk to me. Okay. Because we just have the same thing in common. I just want to talk to them. I just want to connect with them. I want them to, to just to show them that they have value. You know, every person. We all have value. We all have a purpose. And it's up to us to connect into that purpose. And so that we can be satisfied with where we are today. And then, you know, then we'll be running over on other people. <laughs> well, what kind of things do they ask you for? Oh, uh, you know, of course, we, I always get the regular toys, you know, uh, Legos and, and uh, American Girl dolls and Oh, there! Santa always has a hard time keeping up with the new toys, the new yeah, list, sure. you know. Yeah, I and, would too. Uh, oh, it grows so fast, you know. And and iPhones, you know, iPhones for first graders. <laughs> <laughs> always ask them, do you have a lot of people to call or what? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, they all want iPhones because everybody has them. But uh, I, I I just love um, I love talking face-to-face, so mm-hmm. it just means so much more. It's just so much more valuable for me. But I've also had the children that, you know, in the places that I do, they're um, they're just less fortunate, you know, and they're asking from a whole different perspective than what we might think that are a little more fortunate, a little more blessed. And, and um, I've had children ask me for um, their parents to get out of prison. <laughs> So they could spend Christmas together. Wow. You know, and um, how do you answer that? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, Santa doesn't have the answer to that. But I do have hope for that answer. And uh, Santa Claus, I, I say my prayers, okay? I'm in the morning, in the evening. I'm a thankful Santa, so... Uh, for those children, I do say prayers for them. And you're known uh, as the praying Santa, aren't you? I am known as the praying Santa. I think that um, I can't think of any other way to go in and, and change a school um, that has more power uh, than that. And I've seen results over the last few years in people that, that will actually come into the offices and uh, – <laughs> Even the lunch ladies, okay? They love to pray with Santa. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And, uh, you know, I thought the first time I did it, I was like, you know, I, I just want to be, you know, correct and sensitive because I know that we don't all pray to the same God. Okay? Right. And so, um, you know, I, I know that uh, there's a group uh, called the 12 Steppers, and they pray to the God of their understanding, Okay. But it doesn't matter. It's a, you know, it's a spiritual thing. I think Christmas is definitely a spiritual thing. No, it's I think something so too. that that comes out of our heart, you know, and and we all want that Norman Rockwell Christmas, right? With the carving the turkey and everybody's laughing and having fun. It's all set up just perfect. Okay. But I always tell people, Carpe diem, seize the day. Today's Christmas, you know, Mrs. Claus and I, we quit giving gifts a long time ago. (laughs) 
because we consider each day uh, just another gift. You know, we got up today. <laughs> we're vertical. I'm breathing. I know. Yeah, we're vertical. Right? <laughs> so it's a gift, and, and it's how we approach that. You know, Santa Claus puts his joy in his left T-shirt on, and and I had to learn how to put my a couple of extra gentle T-shirts on, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> I needed an extra dose of that. And um, but I have it now, and I know I have that, and I know that uh, wherever people are, that that um, I can meet them, and uh, we can have a great conversation and connect with one another through our eyes. <laughs> I was standing in line at a Seven Eleven the other day, and I like picking on the hard ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, in, they need it I'm the intentional most. about that. I look for the meanest, surliest one. <laughs> And I just go up and I look them in the eyes and I try to connect and just, uh, you know, and pick up on their name tag. Everybody wants to be called their name. And I think it's just important. It shows that you value them as a person. And uh, it's not what's in it for you, okay? It's what's in it for them. That's the real love that Santa Claus is talking about. It's that, that um, I think the Greek words agape. Mm-hmm. That uh, yeah. it seeks the higher good of others. Okay, it's a paradox. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and that's a great thing. You know, um, it's upside down. Don't you feel upside down in this world sometimes? I, I know do. I do. Don't I you? do. I do too. Yes. Oh my goodness! And um, but I know in that love and in that peace that uh, that it puts things back right, and it does it quickly. So. I love this, Santa Ronnie. Let me let me acknowledge a couple of guests that have joined us here on Facebook Live. Then we've got to cut to a quick break. Amanda Orozco, thank you so much for joining us. Deborah Ree from California, great to have you with us. Lauren Brooks, thank you, thank you, ladies, for joining us. It's great to have you here with Santa and I. Um, we've been on the air with Santa Ronnie of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He's represented by B3 Talent Productions, which is a full-service Dallas-based entertainment agency providing entertainment for all of Texas and beyond. He joins us here from my office studio where we are also broadcasting this particular episode via Facebook Live and interacting with our audiences that way through that medium. We've been talking a little bit about the season's magic, and we'll do so after the break as well. Stay with us. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
Are you in your own driver's seat? Tune in to a program that will get you there based on what others have managed to do through challenges in their lives and how they persevered. Tune in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. On our show, we use real issues and experts to help you reclaim your life. Danielle and her guests are here to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that you are here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to harness your power. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us and welcome back to Working on Purpose. If you're just joining us, my guest is Santorani of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He's represented by B3 Talent Productions. One of the endearing characteristics I find about him is that he spends much of his Christmas season visiting disadvantaged and sick children in the Dallas-Fort Worth area as well as to schools. And I really thought he would be just the special kind of a guest that I wanted to share with you to help spread some holiday magic and cheer for this particular time of the year. So that's why I brought him in. Um, I'm Elise Cortez, your host. And before we go back to the program, there's a couple of questions that some of the listeners on Facebook have, have posed. I do want to share the story, the actual story of how we began our relationship, sure, if I can. Sure, right? absolutely. So <laughs> when when uh, when we were at the On Becoming Santa Claus um, production here in Dallas a couple weekends ago on a Saturday, for some reason, it just occurred to me that to, to come over, and I just had the idea in my head that I had two questions for you. And so I came over, and I sat on your lap, and put mm-hmm. my arm around you, and I said, Santa, I have been a very good girl this year. What I would like for Christmas is a special man in my life. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. said, and you said, <laughs> how wonderfully, you said, well, let's talk about that. Are you sure you're ready? <laughs> to which I responded, yes, I think I am. And so we had this wonderful conversation about life and relationships, and it was just gorgeous and beautiful. And then, of course, I asked you to come on my show as a, as a guest, and you said you said you would. So I wanted to share that story because it was such a wonderful way to start with you. And another reason that I felt connected to you and just wanted to have you and share you with people that, that I might come into contact with through the show. I just, I, I really uh, believe that whenever you ask that question, you know, we've responded uh, via email since. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what I understand that, you know, um, you've met some interesting people. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have. Met, and maybe perhaps one in particular that's quite interesting. Uh-huh. And I just believe that, uh, I, like I told you, we were we were in agreement that a good person, mm-hmm. the right kind of person would be good it'd be a good thing yeah and um i I think in that spirit that uh i walked away from there i told elise that uh our transaction was complete (laughs) and (laughs) i feel that way you know uh when i walk away from people uh because it leaves me available to be present with whoever i encounter next Mm -hmm. instead of worrying about oh my goodness what what oh i hope elise finds Ooh, you you know it's uh (laughs) Letting go is hard, especially for um, A-type 
leader types. You know, uh, we it's just hard for us. So uh, it is, it is. And the rest of the story I forgot to mention too. That was so fun. I was just sitting there, literally sitting on your lap with my arm around you. We were having this wonderful conversation, and then I felt this tap on my shoulder, and it was the woman from the opera who said, "Um, at least there's a line of children that would also like to see Santa." <laughs> Okay, I'll move, I'll move. Hey, I, I spent plenty of time with the kids. I always make time for them. So. <laughs> you did great, but I, I had to I had to yield my, my place so that they could have their turn too. But I wanted to share that story. And to that end, uh, we do have a question here from Kimberly Davis. Uh, she wants to know, how did Santa Ronnie Kimberly. become a Santa? Well, uh, Kimberly, uh, actually, uh, I first started, it started in my heart, really, a long time ago, um, I, I was kind of mean. <laughs> Can you believe that? And uh, actually, uh, Mrs. Claus, she's sitting in the studio today, too. She could probably verify that. And um, But there was always something that I felt like was wrong uh, with me, that there was something that, that was better. It was a better place for me to be, and I just had more to offer. And really, I just didn't have a purpose. And um, I started really uh, researching. I, I spent one year <laughs> researching the word life. One year, okay. I read book. I read everything, okay. And the you know, and I go back to the Greek. There's a Greek word called Zoe. It's called the life that satisfies, and that's what. I was really uh, interested in because I was far from satisfied. <laughs> and um, so that kind of started my journey. And then um, um, my son adopted a uh, my granddaughter. He adopted a little girl, three years old, and it was unwanted in a bad situation. And uh, I had started growing my white locks here and and uh she calls me big g and she's like big g you can never cut your beard and so i'm like whatever you say goes <laughs> you know I, I will not break that little girl's heart that's for sure and um and it just one thing led to another and uh people asked me to be santa claus i have the heart for it i love children uh, because they're so um they're like uh, clay that hadn't hardened yet. <laughs> and, you know, whenever we deal with uh, grown-ups, sometimes they're a little hard to deal with, you know what I mean? So um, that's where Santa Claus really uh, understand how that I could become a little softer and a little more moldable and a little more changeable. The kids taught me. <laughs> Remember me talking about this exchange? It's a greater than exchange when we step out and serve others and meet their needs, okay? So guess who I learned from? <laughs> Children, okay? We're supposed to become more like them, okay? And even the scientists are just now figuring out that stress is killing us, okay? That joy actually does Heal your bones and heal you from the inside out. Now, who would not want to do that? What an excellent health care plan. <laughs> right? I love that, Santa. <laughs> I love that. So, you know, um, we can start with that, and that is something that I can definitely control. Uh, so, you know, the rest of that, there, there's a lot of things that, that we worry about 
that we have no control over. Uh, Santa Claus likes to call it, you know, doing an inventory and um, where you just kind of make a list and things you can control, things you can't. And you go down that list and, you know, every time I make one of those, when things feel a little upside down, it's that side I can't control is usually fuller than the other one. Right? <laughs> so, uh, and the one that I can't control, that's my list. That's my action list. I can start doing those things and it kind of helps create a little momentum. You know, and it makes you uh, feel good about yourself so that you'll have something to give others. You know, and it's not of uh, like you want to um, uh, be their boss kind of thing. It's just something that you just want to share and you, it just, you can't keep it in. It just comes out from everywhere you are. And it's not contrived. It's not a sales job. It's just who you are. And you want to share that with everybody who, you know, you can't you can't contain it. It's so big, right? Anyway, uh, that's kind of how I got started with it, and um, I think I, I just I thank my granddaughter, you know, for being there. Uh, she's thirteen now, and uh, beautiful young lady. We've uh, we used to sit on the back patio, and she called them wisdom talks. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, that made my heart melt. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I just know whenever uh, my time's done here and, and I'm long gone that hopefully one day that she'll be able to have those talks with somebody else and and that um, maybe that'll help change generations. You know, um, we, we uh, encourage people. All we can do is get that encouragement to their ears and their spirit has to take it from there. You know, we can't force people into believing what we believe. Because, you know, we have to go through it to get to it, right? That's right. You know. There is and, no one but through. And the thing is, is that it's non-transferable. Because if I could, I'd give you mine. And Because I, I, that's how I feel, but I can't. And, that, you know, sometimes that makes me sad. But it's just the truth. And, and Santa Claus loves you too much not to be truthful with you, okay? So, um, but it's free. And it's available. <laughs> It's just like the air we breathe, you know, it's a choice when we walk out the door in the morning, you know, we can either choose to get better or bitter. Is that how they say that? Mm-hmm. Better or bitter. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, bitter. Actually, the scientists have proven this, too, that uh, being bitter and stressful creates plaque in your arteries. Mm-hmm. I just had it a does. conversation this morning with a woman who is trained as a psychologist, and she taught yes. me that. She talked about neuroplasticity. Yeah, his name's uh, Dr. Sapolsky. He's out. He's a doctor in uh, Stanford University, and he did a uh, study uh, in Africa. He'd go over there, and and he found out that the, you know, even the animals on great diets had plaque in their arteries because they were stressed out, because they were lower in the pecking order in that group. Okay, and uh, the ones that weren't stressed out, that you know, they were perfect and uh, so I always used to wonder why runners and athletes would just die of heart attacks did you ever wonder that and um, maybe they were just stressed and and worried about things so Santa doesn't want you to worry Santa wants you to be happy so what and what, joyful. what kind of what kind of how, what would you suggest for us to be able to live that kind of a life I have some ideas that you might suggest but what would you suggest for us? Well, I, I think that um, 
I, I like to get up early in the morning, okay. you know, because I think it's important to get a good start. And, you know, I, I believe that uh, that if it was easy, that anybody could do it and you could get it at a drive through window for Dan 95. <laughs> OK, and since you can't, that must mean it's not easy. OK, <laughs> but here's the paradox. It is easy. Mm. It's a choice. It's as easy and simple as that. OK, you get up. And I know you may be having a bad day. I know that you may have somebody sick in your family. But just plant a thought that's greater than that in your own mind, okay? Like, you know, one thing I like to tell myself in the morning, running water must be nice. Okay? (laughs) I have running water. Not only that, I have like four or five faucets. I have a faucet in my garage, that I can walk out to and drink out of. Okay? How many people in this world can't do that? That right there helps set the tone for the day. <laughs> so being grateful for things, just simple thankful. things. Thankful. You know, it, thankful. It, it, do you think it's a coincidence that we go come out of Thanksgiving into Christmas? I think Thanksgiving should prepare our hearts for Christmas. Mm, I love yeah. that. You know? and when Hey, here's something for you. If you're having a bad day, I challenge you right now to count your blessings, okay, every single one of them, and try to have a bad day. Because I don't think you can, okay? Everyone, that last breath, how about that one? Don't forget, okay? There's things that we take for granted in this life, and whenever we think about those things, then we it, it puts us in a place where we can have empathy for others, Okay, so that we won't be so judgmental and that we can just uh, meet people right where they are with no agendas, no baggage, you know, and I can just be who I am. And it doesn't matter if I have this suit on or another suit on, who I am, it comes through everything that I do. Okay. And I I, I love this word. It's... um, we should protect our hearts because everything we do flows from there. Okay. Everything. And we should protect it like a treasure, you know, and that's something that we can do ourselves. And uh, I say that it's kind of a selfish thing, but everybody gets the fringe benefits when we do that. And how do we protect our hearts? We just, we don't lie to ourselves. We can't, you know, that's one thing for sure. You know, we have to be true to ourselves or we can't be true to anybody else, right? Right. And if we're lying to ourselves, then, you know, that's just, you know, nothing good can come out of that, right? And and so sometimes we have to sit down and be alone with ourselves and do some soul searching. You know, it's a heart condition. We talk about Christmas being you know, a spiritual thing and and, uh, the spirit of Christmas and, you know, the joy of Christmas and all those things are spirit. And and so we have to protect that like a treasure. And we don't, you know, we we buy and we listen to bad things, you know, and we're like, oh, no, we get worried. And we, you know, the world starts pressing in on us, you know, (laughs) I don't even, I, I barely watch the news anymore, you know, because I, I'm just saying, okay, I like <laughs> the news people. I, I like the weather people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Hey, I love, hey, listen, we need news. Okay. And I love that we live in a free country that we get, we can get the news. Okay. But, but also know that, that, that the root of what drives the news media are the outliers, you know, the people on kind of on the extremes out here. And Santa Claus really believes that most of us are kind of right in here, close, real close. And all these things that are out here, the outliers, you know, in statistics, we throw those out. It's because true. they skew the numbers. They it's skew true. the reality. Okay. And so that's the first thing we do. Throw the high one out and throw the low one out. And now we can work with real numbers. Okay. So when we do that, then, and I just believe that, you know, that this is where we are in here, like 80 or 90% of us. And we're real close and we have those same desires and same wants and, and same burdens too, you know, paying for food and, and housing and cars and schools and it just seems like uh, what's it all about what's it all for sometimes but you know we're put here for a reason mm-hmm. and that reason is to encourage people okay and to just to be a lot you know and instead of uh, just beating people down all the time it doesn't work. <laughs> and that's what you are for, for for everyone. I see that you are a light and you are a beacon of hope. I see that. It even doesn't it doesn't work in business either. What do we call that? Micromanaging? <laughs> yes. Right? It doesn't work. Okay, I wanna do that. <laughs> you know, it's about empowering and transferring ownership, okay? And when I tell a child that he has value and that you know, whatever it is that they love, say, I listen. And whatever it is that they love, I'm like, oh, you'd be great at that. And I encourage them in that. And I can just see the laugh in their eyes just light up. You know, and maybe that one thing can help them uh, change that course. And uh, that it'll put them somewhere else. I, that's just my prayer each and every one of those children and oh man it's just so that, good that, oh. it is so good it's just tell me this is why i wanted to have you on the show let's cut for a quick break here at okay. santa claus okay we've been on the air with santa ronnie of the dallas fort worth area he is represented by b3 talent productions which is a full service dallas-based entertainment agency providing entertainment for all of texas and beyond he joins us right here from my office studio where we are also broadcasting this via Facebook Live and interacting with our audience through that medium. Stay with us after the break. We're going to continue more stories. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Elise Cortez is a speaker and engagement and development catalyst. She designs and delivers professional development, leadership, and engagement workshops and can bring her expertise to your organization. She will help ignite meaningful development within your workforce that will increase employee engagement, performance, and retention. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at www.elisecortez.com. She would welcome the opportunity to help get your employees working on purpose. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning Healthy Living Power Hour. Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. To reach our program today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us, and welcome back to Working on Purpose. If you're just joining us, my guest is Santa Rani of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He's represented by B3 Talent Productions. One of the endearing characteristics I love about this man is that he spends a lot of the Christmas season visiting disadvantaged and sick children in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and he goes to schools. And I just think that is such an important part of the holiday season to reach out to others who maybe don't have as much as we have, or we want to just be touched by that cheer. And I think that just living in that place and living through that that vision, that lens is beautiful. And I wanted to share that with the listeners today. I, I just uh, think it's, you know, a lot of people just, I think sometimes they want to pretend that it's just not there. <laughs> and I think when we go into those places, man, that that's, it's just such a blessing. I mean, I, who, I just wish you could come with me one time. Everybody, okay, so that you could see what I get to see. I wish I could put a camera right here in my hat so that everybody could see the little eyes and hear the little questions and just see those things. And, um, you know, I I was telling you why I became Santa. My first year, I did Ronald McDonald House. There was a little boy, okay, he was like the last one. Everybody had already gone. And I'm handing out teddy bears, and this, this little boy is probably nine or ten years old and he hardly weighed anything his mother had to put him in my lap and and he was just getting he was getting ready to leave and and i I just felt this urge to pray for him because i didn't know what else to do and um it's funny how we resort to that last but uh i confess that's what i i I did too and but anyway i asked him i said could i pray with y'all and uh she brought the boy back and set him in my lap and said, look, Santa Claus prays. <laughs> and so I left uh, a little hope that night. I heard her when she was walking out of the room going, see, Santa prays too. So uh, 
I just can't think anything else that I could do to help that little boy at that time, but to just encourage him. And, and in my heart, that whole conversation was a prayer, you know, uh, because that's the way I feel in my heart. <laughs> I don't have to go ask it again. I just did. <laughs> so it's like Elise here, you know, whenever uh, she asked me, uh, for the right kind of person, the right kind of man. And in my heart, I felt like, yeah, that's a good thing. I agree with that. And I don't give it another thought. Okay. So, because I believe, I believe wholeheartedly that uh, that everybody wants those good things and that we all have choices and that we should uh, do this for one another. We should pray for one another. We should get together and uh, not just be surfacey, you know, and talk about the weather. <laughs> Remember the weatherman? He does that. So, and if we uh, just do that for one another, we'll, it, it'll uh, deepen our relationships. It'll give you a purpose that you just, uh, you can't, you can't measure. Okay. I have a term called, uh, I'm blessed beyond measure. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, okay? I can measure anything, okay? I'm pretty good with statistics, too. And I can measure anything in the millionths of an inch or down to, um, I can tell what's going on. Design of experiments, you you don't even know what's going on. But the numbers don't lie, okay? But there's something I can't measure, and that's this Christmas spirit, this uh, Christmas season. Yeah, that's what we wanted to spread. And speaking of that, let's let's capture yeah. a couple of these comments that we're getting okay. from from our, our Facebook friends here. Okay. Uh, Blake Blake Milton loves your Texas accent. Don't ever lose it. <laughs> Kimberly oh, Burns says Santa speaks all languages, and that's so true. Paul Brooks, great to have you. Yes, Santa Claus, great idea. Thanks for joining us, Paul. And then Blake Milton says, I remember as a kid when my when my what does he say? As a kid, when they did the toys for Tot's Drive, Santa would show up in a helicopter on our playground to gather the contributions. Santa definitely has a special space in the hearts and minds of kids. Good job. Isn't that fun? Thanks for sharing that. that Man, like, that's, a- that's what we're looking for. If anybody else wants to share any other favorite memories, great pastimes, things that you do to honor the season, we'd love to hear that too. So mm. join in. Um, and I have to also say, during the break, listeners, we were. I, I asked Mrs. Claus over here if she had anything that she wanted Santa to say and or, or talk about. And she said, well, I think certainly it's always fun to have him talk about when kids chase him through the parking lot. Yes. <laughs> so talk about that. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, uh, I, I don't wear my big red suit everywhere. Sometimes <laughs> I go to the mall or to a store and... Uh, so I try to, you know, go a little incognito. I put my sunglasses on, and we'll walk through the parking lot, and these these little children, they'll chase me through the parking lot, <laughs> especially, around, you know, from um, first part of November on. They're just like, they're Santa radars up and running full tilt, okay? <laughs> and so they will chase me through the parking lot you know and i i'll i'll just get down on my knee you know whenever they catch me and i'm like and i have my sunglasses on so i'm like how could you tell it was me and they're and they point to my beard obviously and i'm like oh oh i forgot i forgot about that <laughs> i i put my sunglasses on though but you're sharp you're pretty sharp you notice everything don't you so i just just another chance to encourage them and 
and uh, just to continue to spread that Christmas spirit, you know. And uh, but uh, you know, Santa Ronnie, this this isn't just a Christmas thing for Santa Ronnie. Um, I, I just do this. What you see today, if I take the suit off, that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's who I am. And um, I think everybody that I know could probably vouch for that. And and um, and I speak from my heart. And I want to say it's a healed heart because when I was real young, I had a heart attack. Mm. Okay, thirty nine, real young, and um, now it's healed. Um, and I believe it's healed from the inside out. I really believe that. And um, it's good for your bones. And like I say, who wouldn't want to do that? <laughs> so uh, I, I just, uh, I wish that everybody could experience the Christmas season the way that I get to in the checkout lands, you know, wherever I am. It's uh, it's kind of open season. And, but I also believe that uh, everybody has a choice to do that, too. I agree. And every day, you know, is a gift, okay? And if we treat it like that, then it'll become that. It will. It'll become a gift, and it'll become a gift to others, not just you. But remember, it's a paradox, you know. Um, when you give, you, re- you get in return, it's that rubber and glue deal. <laughs> what I say bounces off you and sticks to me, okay? <laughs> I love it that. does. So, hey, if I'm going to say stuff that bounces off you, I better say some good stuff, you know, because I want good stuff sticking back on me again, right? Yes. And it's a win-win deal, you know? We talk about that in business. Win-win, you know, win-win. How can we make this a win-win? Well, Santa just told you. Well, tell us a little bit uh, about the checkout line interactions. And before you do, let me acknowledge my friend Mary Lee Rorman from Hermiston, Oregon, just joined us. Hey, Mary Lee. Hi, Mary Lee. I went to middle and high school with that lovely woman. Oh, so did I've been you connected really? with her for years. Great awesome. to have you, Mary Lee. Hi, Mary Lee. <laughs> nice to have you. Uh, so tell us some stories. You're in the checkout line. What happens? Oh, in the, you know, in the checkout line. And, you know, I, I love it whenever people are walking past, you know, I can always see them go, you know, turn and like they're not looking at me, right? <laughs> and then the checkout line, I'll, you know, they'll turn, they'll catch me, and and um, I'm always looking for eye contact. So, you know, <laughs> when we get eye contact, well, the here come the questions. You know, oh, do you play Santa? And I'm like, yes, I do, and I'm the praying Santa, and I'm just here to, you know, bless you today, or the people in the checkout line, or they want to know about the children and. And, um, you know, or, or who do I do Santa for? And uh, this year was uh, my first year to do it with a big organization. Uh, before, I would just, uh, you know, in my morning quiet time, uh, if I just felt led to um, do a school and I had a connection to somebody through a relationship, uh, that's how I, I got into those schools. And um, that's how we, you know, our lives are affected by our relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, that um, we can do a lot of things through that, you know, and uh, especially if we have good, healthy relationships. And and uh, so that's I'm, I'm all about that. I'm all about uh, really uh, pouring into these children. Um, and and Santa also talked just a little bit about, um, you know, I. Uh, even um, I, I coached the little league team one time, 
and you know, even in that, we can uh, spur kids on to do good things. You know, I teach kids how to lose. You know, mm, it's so important. How to be a good loser, you know, because they're not going to win all the time. <laughs> so, you know, we need to teach children how to do those kinds of things because, you know, Santa's seen a lot of grown ups that act like kids sometimes. Okay. And I'm just being truthful. Good kids or bad kids? <laughs> Both. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and uh, hey, and I'm not judging because I did too, okay? So uh takes one to know one, right? Another adage <laughs> that stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. And um, hey, this is just a pot calling the kettle black. So I, I'm that way, and I've been there. And I've had to go through some things, okay, to get to where I am. Like I said, if I could give you mine, knowing what I know now, I would. But I can't. And so you'll have to go through these things. You're going to have to spend some time being quiet and alone. And, and do that soul searching and, and ask yourself, you know, why, why, um, what can I do to change somebody else's lives? You know, I think the quickest way for us to change our lives is to think about others and that'll change our perspective. It'll change our stance. It'll soften it. And when one thing can, uh, Santa Claus I don't know if I despise is a hard word, but concrete heads aren't good, okay? <laughs> you know, and even Santa Claus, I need to be like that clay so that I can learn because I don't know everything, ever will, okay? And uh, there's been a lot of smart people come before me, and but I know that I can learn from others and through empathy and love and and understanding, okay, and that broadens my perspective and then gives me more to offer. It just keep it's like a it's like a perpetual machine almost. It just kinda runs on its own fuel. <laughs> and I, I, I just I love that. And um actually uh I could talk all day about this and, and even the depths of it a little bit, but um I, I just love what we're doing right now and that's just sharing the joy with the children and with Elise here and you know I'm just thinking about that guy that you know that I I'm put hoping. in my request you keep for. asking a lot of questions I'm okay? going to keep asking those good questions <laughs> Yeah. Well, and here we are. Believe it or not, we're out of time. The show has evaporated. Uh-huh. And okay. in that, this time, you have given hope and inspiration, not just to me, to the people, but the people who've been listening and who will listen long after this becomes a podcast. So thank you, Santa Claus, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. And, and uh, just thank you for uh, connecting with me that day. Don't believe in accidents. I don't believe in accidents. So uh, whenever you ask me for that, I just uh, remember I told you about Mrs. Claus first. And then I said, hey, okay, we'll do this. (laughs) (laughs) Bring Mrs. Claus. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Santa Claus loves you, okay? (laughs) And I mean that. I do. And just spread that, okay? Put on your shirt in the morning. It's intentional. Right. Santa Claus loves you. And this is great. So, so wonderful to have you with us for this. And the interaction on Facebook has been just fantastic. Join us next week when we'll be on there with John Sumser of HR Examiner, which is a human resource technology industry analyst firm and publishing house covering the range of human resource technology. We're going to talk about what's happening in the field of human resources and how technology is being used by organizations to engage employees and customers. So see you next week. And remember that work is at least one third, third of our life. So we're going to work on purpose. But in the meanwhile, happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Christmas.
Merry Christmas, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed this week's program. Be sure to tune in to Working on Purpose, featuring your host, Elise Cortez, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, find your life's purpose at work.